Welcome to Be Bitwise, the only podcast where I'm hearing we have a master's degree in chit chat. At least that's what I'm being told. I mean, something like that. This is Alondo. And I'm Cynthia. I'm Stephanie. And we have two uh, surprise guests. Well, not really surprised because I actually invited them over and they're actually in my house now. <laughs> it's like I went like apprehended them like, you know, the mafia or something. Um, but we have uh, uh, Patrick. Go ahead, Patrick. Introduce yourself, please. Hello. I'm Patrick Vinnick. There you go. And super special guest because, you know, super special to me. My wife is here. Yes, yes, yes. My wife, Javon, please. Sweetness, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Javon. And you probably heard a lot of stories about me i've heard several on the podcast so it's nice to actually be here to be in the mix yes yes and, uh, yes you know, be a backup you know on the stories Dan- yeah thank you and don't refute Maybe anything i've told you don't refute anything i've told you please <laughs> this is episode five and so um this season we're doing something different we're gonna actually record a trivia episode every fifth episode um so we're gonna do something a little new this season i hope you guys enjoy that um, but we're going to start out doing our usual, getting into our first segment, which is what it happened was. See what it happened was. Happen was. Everybody talking about what they doing. They go lie about what they say. Everybody talking about what they doing. They go lie about what they say. All right, team. So um, we all know who hipsters are, right? Yeah, yeah. We've all met a hipster. Absolutely. You're probably sitting in the room with one. I know it's me. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. All right. I, I don't wear flannel, but uh, I got some issues. All right. So um, as far as this news article says, calling someone a hipster isn't slander, uh, no, how matter, no matter how much they may hate it. Um, but in a particular article, they took a Getty stock photo image of a hipster now do you guys know what getty images is absolutely okay so uh just for the uh listeners out there i know we have like rabid listeners out there and you're like oh what is getty i know <laughs> it's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna educate you all right getty is a place you can go get stock images where like people just go take just random pictures of people places models whatever and they, they can repurpose those and reuse those once you pay that fee so someone used a um uh, a, a photo of this hipster um a guy was dressed like a hipster and used it in an article and said that they can't recognize each other. All right. So a particular individual comes out and says, uh, that stock photo was of me and I feel like it's disparaging me. I didn't give any authorization for that. You need to take that down. Well, come to find out that picture was not of that guy. <laughs> thus proving the story correct <laughs> that hipsters cannot pick themselves apart from each other so as much as they want to pretend like we're these individuals who like have our own like personality and stuff no man i'm trying to be new and i'm trying to be in depth man i got feelings no you really blend into a crowd of other hipsters dude he tried to sue them yeah and then they were they came back and they did like extensive research found the model the original model and they were like that's definitely not you, my dude. And they were like, he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, went on Twitter, the whole deal. Oh. Yeah, he went out publicly. Go ahead. What'd what was do? he wearing, though? Flannel. No way. <laughs> knit cap. Man bun? You don't know because of knit cap. <laughs> this is Stephanie asking, by the way, under her hood. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, but he was like, he was like, adamant about this he was like no 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 you guys can't use my my image like that in a disparaging way yada 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 
it was hilarious when he had to retract his statement because he had already gotten legal representation, come to find out, wasn't him. So, yes, dude, thank you for proving the story right. So, hipsters of the world, find another thing. I mean, come on. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a hipster. Have my parents help out with my bills. Although I was born in the suburbs, now I'm in the city taking pills. Damn, it feels good to be a hipster. I mean, one that don't eat GMOs. Driving around town in an Uber, though it's my parents' account nobody knows. Now, hypocritic hipsters come in all shapes and colors. Some were emo, then were cured. And though they secretly listen to Panic at the Disco, now their taste in music's more obscure. Now all I gotta say to you, gentrifying fixer riding, I'm not buying hypocritic shitsters. When you're sexually confused, looking like a chicken dude, damn it feels good to be a hipster. Henry, don't whine. You're a good little puppy. Everything's fine. Damn it feels good to be a hipster. So, um, this uh, week's episode, like I say, is going to be our trivia uh, episode. Uh, and uh, my uh, victims, I mean, uh, guests here are going to come in. You are right. Play- <laughs> because those who have been involved in this quiz before know the trepidation and fear they feel once I start asking these questions. They're like, oh, no. Yes, you hear knees buckling under the table. Luckily, I have gotten them all liquored up. Um <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> and uh, they are ready to go, I assume. Is everybody ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Let's Good. Play. All right. So, um, this particular uh, quiz that I have lined up for episode five is uh, I sense a theme. That's the name of the quiz. All right. Well, I'm a trivia quiz. We'll just call it that. Now, <clears throat> let me tell you how this is going to work. There are six rounds. All right. Now, there's going to be three rounds. Each of three questions. There's a midpoint that has uh, a question that you have to give four answers to, and you get five points for each of those. Okay? Then at the end, there's a final question, and if you get all of those right, you can either win or lose points for that as well. This sounds like a lot of math. Exactly. Are you doing the calculation? Yep. <laughs> okay, great. Yep. Nope. I'm you, in. No, you, have, <laughs> no, you all have to do it on your fingers. Nope. Yes. By the way, socks must stay on. No toes. All right. So, <laughs> so I know this sounds probably a little complex this first time around. However, this will be the the the, pro, uh, the uh, format going forward. So don't worry about it. You'll get better um, every uh, episode that we do. And by the way, whoever loses um, dies. All right. So... <laughs> Excuse me, I think I'm going to... Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> and, and, and that's the reason why you guys are shackled to the chairs. All right, so... <laughs> so, like I say, this particular week's episode, uh, 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 trivia uh, uh, competition, quiz, we'll call it, is I Sense a Theme. And it's going to be Team Patrick and Javon. Um, Patrick, mm-hmm. with the uh, luck of the uh, St. Patty's Day uh, Irish thing going on here, with the, uh, we're going to call it Team Co-Hosts, which is going to be uh, Cynthia and Stephanie. Hey. So, I know. Yes. And, uh, yes, Cynthia, they can see you doing the high fives um, <laughs> off mic. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> we, have that we have that new audible and visual microphone set up here. So, all right. So, is everybody ready? 
Yes. Yes. I hear one yes, two yeses, yes. three yes, yes, and four yeses. Okay, good. I am glad I didn't have to bring the gun out. All right, so <laughs> first round, the theme is where's the rum? Where's the rum? All right, question one. This term refers to a type of quick access computer data storage that is used for short-term purposes. The unfortunate drawback is that the information it keeps is typically lost when the machine loses power or grows up against the Patriots. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Team uh, St. Patty's Day. Uh, they say... Ram. Saying Ram, all right. And team co-hosts, what is your answer? Ram. Ram. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, the answer, unfortunately, was Ram. (laughs) 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 All right. Strong start. Yes, strong start. Yes, yes, yes. All right, we're good. We got this. We got this. (laughs) So the score is what? 10-10? 10-10. Yep, yep. Question two. This term refers to a type of permanent data storage used in computers and other electronic devices that typically can't be modified. Examples are music stored on CDs, games stored on video game cartridges, and movies on DVDs. A lot of hints in there, if you caught them. All right. It looked like uh, Team St. Patty's Day might have locked in first. It's Patty's with a Z. Yep. Because yes. it's Patty with a Z. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, St. Patty's Day, what, what uh, was your answer? We had ROM. Like CD-ROM, R-O-M. Okay. And team co-hosts, what do you guys have down? ROM. ROM. Wow. <laughs> well done, guys. The answer is ROM. Yeah. Yes. Two for two. All right. Two? I loved it. So this is what happens when you listen to Bit- Bitwise Season 1. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much stuff. I was so excited. Wow. <laughs> Very well-placed advertisement. I'm so glad I paid you for that. (laughs) All right. Before we get into the uh, next uh, question, I'm going to remind you again, the category topic is where's the rum? Mm -hmm. All right. Question three. This acronym for the original maker of the addictive BlackBerry smartphone is based in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. I'm pretty sure this company was featured on our fruit themed episode last season it like uh team uh saint uh patty's has uh locked in an answer first so i'm gonna go ahead and uh, ask you guys to show me your answer so what was the answer you guys came up with we came up with rem r-e-m r-e-m got it and team co-hosts what did you guys come up with r-e-m R-E-M. They saw our answer. <laughs> they stole your answer. We were really. first. Really? You were first. I know. Exactly. We're seasoned professionals. You're seasoned professionals. They know how to cheat. These got guys, you. These glasses do not work as well as they look. <laughs> I got you. Well, the answer is REM. Hey. Research in motion. R-I-M. <laughs> I'm sorry you both got that one wrong. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at the end of round one, the score is tied twenty to twenty. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Hard fought match. Alliances being formed. People being kicked out of the group. Kidneys are being taken. I know. I know. <laughs> there's a certain there's a certain couple two kidneys down right now. <laughs> All right. Round two, <clears throat> the subject is modern and Stone Age. The Flintstones and the Jetsons. Done. <laughs> you might have just given away a clue to your opponents, just FYI. All right. This hard, sedimentary, crypto-crystalline form of the mineral quartz can be used to start a fire if you don't have a match available. How are we feeling, team? We're good? We're good? Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like uh, Team St. Patty's has uh, locked in first again, so we're going to go ahead and uh, get your answer. What was your answer? Flint. Flint. All right. And Flint a team co-hosts, was your answer? Flint. 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 Well, the answer is Flint Stone. I will accept Flint. Oh. Yes. Because remember, I said this hard sedimentary crystalline form of a mineral. So I said that's what I was looking for. It's Flint Stone. But that's okay. I'm fine with that. No, we're good. This now defunct smartwatch company raised $10.3 million in a 2012 kickstarter campaign that was at the time the most funded project in kickstarter history its ability to connect to both apple and android smartphones meant that they left no stone unturned oh everybody's up it looks like okay so this time looks like team co-hosts locked in first um i'm going you guys locked in okay so team co-hosts what was your answer apple apple okay and Team St. Patty's, what was your answer? Pebble. Pebble. The answer is Pebble. Woo! Woo! Pebble. <laughs> it was a really, really cute watch. It looked really similar and sleek to like the Samsung uh, S watch or whatever. It was round. It didn't have much on the face of it, mm -hmm. um, but it couldn't do that much. And the only reason I knew about it as an option, our company I used to be with, it said, you know, we'll sync this app up, this fitness app with, you know, Apple Watch or Fitbit or Samsung Watch or the Pebble. So I was like, oh, and I hadn't bought a watch yet. I was like, what's this Pebble thing? You could buy it at Target everywhere. And then it just whoosh, oh, went okay. away. Why? I thought you got caught on the last question talking about Fred Flintstone's daughter for a minute. <laughs> well, that was, a, that was a hit. We were like, Flintstones, Flintstones, Flintstones. Wait a minute. Pebbles. Bam, bam. Got it. <laughs> so she's exactly right. So the the, um, the watch came out, and this is back before smartwatches had really taken off. And there was a lot of um, situations where, like, certain watches only work with certain phones or mm -hmm. certain devices, and people were getting really frustrated about that. Pebble came out and said, look, we'll work with both. We're also going to be low cost. Also, we will set our watches up that you don't have to charge them for a week. Yeah. Um, so there was all these advantages to it. Where's and the flaw? The problem was they didn't, they didn't keep up with the technology. When they first came out, the technology was really cutting edge. But, you know, how the way technology works is if you don't keep it up, then eventually you fall behind. And that's exactly what happened with the Pebble devices. So even though they made great devices, they weren't able to stay um, in pace with the market. Oh. So eventually they went um, out of business. Actually, they got bought out by somebody else, uh, which 
not Samsung, not Apple, but I can't remember right now. Um, but then they eventually went complete, essentially. So, yep. Good job, though, Team St. Patty's. All right. Lucky. And if you guys have not figured out, the order is basically the first question's the easiest, the second question's okay, medium, third question's tough, but hopefully by the third question you have figured out the pattern for each of the rounds. <clears throat> this 2010 television comedy film is based on the adventures of an annoyingly voiced character with the last name Figglehorn, a character created and played by Lucas Cruikshank for his YouTube channel. The film cast John Cena as the title star's father, but didn't feature Mr. Savage or Mr. Mercury. You just said words. I have no clue what Got it. any of those meant. One more time. I'm pretty sure it was in English. No, but... no, no problem. Let's try it again. All right. This 2010 television comedy film is based on the adventures of an annoyingly voiced character with the last name Figglehorn, a character created and played by Lucas Cruikshank. For his YouTube channel. The film cast John Cena as the title star's father, but didn't feature Mr. Savage or Mr. Mercury. I'm going to assume they locked in first because their headphones were on and they looked ready to go. So, team co-hosts, what was your answer? What is Fred? What is in the <laughs> in the Alice Trebek vernacular? <laughs> they said Fred and Team St. Patty's with a Z. Who is Fred? Who is Fred? <laughs> there you go. That's correct. <laughs> the answer was Fred the movie. Oh, very nice. Ding. Still had the word Fred in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you both got it. You both got it. By the way, yeah. Um, that is one of the most annoying characters I've ever seen on a YouTube video anywhere. My sons watched it all the time back when they were younger. And you like talking like really high pitched kind of like it was terrible. And it was like really like really fast and everything. They were going to put it out in the movie theaters. And then Nickelodeon was like, nope, we're pulling that back and just going to just feature it on TV. So that's the background story behind that. At the end of round two, St. Patty's Day, sitting at a whopping 50. All right. Team co-host, sitting at a whopping 40. Ooh. So only 10-point difference. <laughs> only 10-point difference. All right. I'm feeling lucky. Hey, you should. You guys are doing great. Round three. Who doesn't love Sunday mornings? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is the theme... That's the theme. Okay. okay, got it. No, it's just a general statement. Just, yeah, like, you know. <laughs> sometimes. Yep, yeah. No, it no, was a question just to Stephanie. I was like, Stephanie, who doesn't love Sunday mornings? I can't stand them. <laughs> We're no longer friends. I also rarely see Sunday mornings. Oh, well, they're, they explain a lot. That's right, that's right. All right. <clears throat> question one. This programming term refers to a collection of elements that keep objects in logical order. Just like pancakes, the last item into the collection is the first one that gets eaten, I mean used. What? 
I'll repeat it again. This, okay, this well, programming term refers to a collection of elements that keep objects in logical order. Just like pancakes, the last item into the collection is the first one that gets eaten. I mean, used. All right. No one really quite on top of that one. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the right and ask team co-hosts what their answer was. What you guys lock in with? Only because we heard Sunday in pancakes and not like Sunday. Uh, which one did we lock in with? You, uh, you, you got to point to it. Which you, one you, you, got, you got it. You got it. You, you choose. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to point to which one you actually circled. Which you circle? Oh, no. <laughs> I think they get thrown and out of this answer? round regardless. <laughs> the wigs. <laughs> Double I'm sorry. Eggs. Double eggs. Speak into the microphone. <laughs> Say your answer to the microphone, please. What, what was the answer? Confidence. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. All right. Team co-hosts, come up with deviled eggs. All right. And team uh, St. Patty's with a Z. What did you guys come up with? We came up with the word sequence. Sequence. Mm-hmm. Let me show you. Make sure you circle it. Yeah. God. Okay. All right. The answer to that was stack. Oh. oh. <laughs> Pancake stack. The first, stack. last one added, first one eaten. Got there it. you go. Yep. Pancake stack. You yeah. guys got it. All right. That's a so term. clever. That's a technical term. Yes. Where did we get yeah. double eggs from? <laughs> I, remember. I remember. I made y'all some kind of hungry. All right. <laughs> now we're going to take a pizza break. No. Okay. We're moving on to the question two. Eggs. Question two. This technology function can be used to change text like a password into a fixed length string of characters. It's kind of like taking a potato and cutting it up into a mash of pan fried shredded goodness. Oh, I see. Locked in answers. Okay. So, how you guys feeling? You guys, everybody good? Locked in? Everybody good? All right, so team co-host, you guys locked in quickly on that one. I feel like I should have wrote the question more difficultly. <laughs> what did you guys come up with? Uh, hash. Hash and team St. Patty's with a Z, which I love saying every time. What did you guys come up with? Hashing. 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 Both, I will accept the answer no, was hash. Yes, yes, yes. It's a technology. And so when, when you take something and actually do the actual action to it, it's called hashing. Exactly. But the technology is a hash. I mean, well, but we'll each, take, we'll take both. No, no. Both are good. <laughs> someone's right and someone's wrong. So unfortunately, wigs just came off. Jewelry just came off. There's a lot of gnashing of teeth going on. Are these our replacements? <laughs> well done, both teams, though. All right. Well, you do know because we're co-hosts, we're just actually being nice and letting you guys oh, win. Oh, okay. At this point in the game. <laughs> what? Towards the end. Not sure. What? It's covered it, now. Oh, man. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> this programming language, but this is a long question. This programming language is one of the most popular in use, 
particularly for client-server web applications with reported 9 million developers. It was originally released in 1995 and named after the early morning near-addictive beverage produced on an island of Indonesia that is bordered by the Indian Ocean to its south and a same-named sea to its north. All right. Nice. All right. So uh, I know that uh, team uh, co-host locked in first. What was your answer? Java. Java. Can you show me the paper? Okay, got it, got it. All right, I see it. Do you not trust us? Aki. I'm on Aki. All right, and uh, team St. Patty's with a Z. What you locked in? We locked in with Java as well. Java as well. The answer is Java. Well done all around, guys. We almost put Bellini. Like, that, is, that doesn't make sense. If you watch our... No, that's our thought process. It was like mimosa, then Bellini. We're like, wait, Java. Java's coffee. Java's an island. Java's script. Yeah, that's it. I like it. that on Sunday mornings. Okay. I like that every morning. What is mimosa? <laughs> so after three rounds, the score is St. Patty's with a Z, 70, co-hosts, 60. Close game, and we're getting ready to enter the midpoint. All right. Okay, so the midpoint question theme is all around the world's the same movies? All around the world, the same movies. The same movies. According, I'm uh, sorry, I said according, sorry. Accounting for inflation and worldwide gross revenues. There are four science fiction movies in the top ten movies of all time. Name them for five points each. Do you want to repeat that at all? Were you guys good? I would love it if you repeated it. Okay, so accounting for inflation and worldwide gross revenues, there are four science fiction movies in the top ten movies of all time. Name them for five points each. Uh, team co-hosts look like they locked in first. So, what were the four movies you guys came up with? Uh, uh, we came up with. <laughs> oh, oh, O'Reilly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a little nervous. Uh, oh, now you're feeling nervous. Okay, go ahead. What you Star got? Wars: The Last Jedi. Okay. Star Wars: A New Hope. Black Panther and Avengers Infinity Wars. Okay. Gotcha. And um, what did you come up with, Team St. Patty's with a Z? All right. We came up with Star Wars, A New Hope, mm -hmm. 2001 Space Odyssey, mm -hmm. Frankenstein, and War Against the Worlds. Ooh. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Okay. And then Frankenstein. We just had which Frankenstein? The right one. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Are you not familiar? The old one. The old one. So the okay, the original. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So um, going in. Um, I'm going uh, from the fourth or the the lowest um, grossing movie to the highest grossing movie. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. What? Which is the one with uh, the new one that's Ray yeah. and everything. Oh, really? That's a yeah, the first wow. of the new three. Yeah, the right. first of the new trilogy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Next was E.T., the extraterrestrial. Oh, I was about to say, and for a fifth one, we wanted to put E.T., but... Because we liked it. <laughs> the next, Star Wars, A New Hope. Okay. <laughs> and the last one, Avatar. Two billion dollars and some change on that one. Yes, Avatar made a crap load of money. So yes, so both teams got five points. Oh man, we should have gone. I thought we were crushing it. I know. Black Panther though. (laughs) Accounting for inflation. (laughs) And we're talking world, world, worldwide gross. It was. It was. I mean, it was. It grossed a lot of money at the time. But you got to remember though. At the, I'm saying it, it grossed a lot of money. It made a decent amount of money at the time. It was more widely respected afterwards. Okay. When it yeah. came out and it was in the theaters, people were like, "What's this drivel?" They were like, "It's so like cutting edge." And it's like monkeys beating bones and like I mean, there's a there's a whole freaking segment that we just watching like people go down a psychedelic like hallway and people are like, "I have no idea what's happening here. I don't get it. I'm dumb." And like later on, people were like, "Oh my God!" It was like this like achievement of cinematic uh, cinematography and history or whatever. Um, so that's the reason why it wasn't really respected like that. So the worldwide gross on that was not high. Aww. Yeah, again, well respected sci fi movie did not make all the monies. Gotcha. Yeah, was not magnet with the monies. Should we start anew, or are we yeah. feeling lucky? Lucky on this page. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys do have the uh, the green pins there, so. I know. All right, so round four. The uh, subject must be the magnetism. Question one. This programming language has taken off quickly since its debut in 1991, becoming popular for its ease of use with easier code readability and significant use of white space. Its developer, Guido Van Rossum, Named it after a British comedy troupe with an almost cult-like following. Me. Team co-hosts locked in first. And what was your answer? Monty Python. Monty Python. Got it. And team St. Patty's with a Z. What was your answer? Locked in. Holy grail. Holy Grail. I am going to have to try and make a judgment call here. The name of the programming language is Python. I'll allow Monty Python. Yes, Yes, you guys get it. Yes. Yes. Alright, we'll come back. Know, but that's a, that's a big bummer. That was a good get, guys. Will you? Will good you get. We'll good get. Come back because we had get. all of that, and we were gonna go with the whole thing. thing. So when 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 Guido von Rossum was writing that language, he was watching a lot of Monty Python, not the Holy Grail. He's watching just like the original series, and so he named it after them and just called it Python. So yeah. that's the reason why it's called Python. Some people think it's named after something else. I'm like, no, nope, it's named after Monty <laughs> Python. So, and there's a whole story behind that too about why they're called Monty Python. But that may be for a trivia question uh. in a future date. All right. Question two of round four. This free open source web browser 
developed by the Mozilla Foundation is available as an alternative for Windows, Mac OS, Linux, Android, iOS, and other operating systems. Released in 2002 under the code name Phoenix, as the spiritual successor to Netscape Navigator, it locked into its final name, which is a nickname for the Red Panda in 2004. Uh, team co-host, you locked in quickly on that one. What did you guys come up with? Firefox. Firefox. And Team St. Patty's with a Z, what did you guys come up with? We were also very quick on this one. Uh -huh. <laughs> Firefox. Yes. <laughs> you were premature with that one. Oh! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well done. Everybody got that. It's Firefox. Right. Firefox. Yeah, yeah. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Off a little slow. Let me write back. that score. Right back. Coming back, coming back. Tied game, right? It no pressure. Tied game, but oh, I feel no pressure because like I haven't been here before, so mm -hmm. I yeah. feel like y'all should feel a little pressure. Uh, no, no, no pressure all around. I don't know. You would think they, they you think they'd be skunking you right now, if, uh, you know. <clears throat> Question three: It seems that most companies or organizations looking to poll end users or employees have, have a high likelihood to use this online-only service. Originally released in 1999, it grew from a 12-person startup to 550-person enterprise from 2009 to 2015 under the leadership of CEO Dave Goldberg, who tragically died while on vacation with his wife, Facebook executive Sheryl Sandberg. I'm going to repeat that question again. That sound like a lot of information. It is a lot of information. Is there a question in there? I know. You got you got to pick it out. It seems that most companies or organizations looking to poll end users or employees have a high likelihood to use this online-only service. Originally released in 1999, it grew from a 12-person startup to a 550-person enterprise from 2009 to 2015 under the leadership of CEO Dave Goldberg, who tragically died while on vacation with his wife, Facebook executive Sheryl Sandberg. I'm going to remind you guys again that the topic for this round is must be the magnetism. And remember the answers you've already given or oh. been made aware of. So everyone's locked in. So uh, Team uh, St. Paddy's with a Z, mm -hmm. what'd you guys come up with? Oh, that one. Right. Yeah, we came up with LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Okay. And uh, team co-hosts, what did you guys come up with? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Got you. I'm going to read the first part of that question again, just so that way you guys can hear it before I give the answer. It seems that most companies or organizations looking to poll end users or employees have a high likelihood to use this online-only service. The answer Survey Monkey. Oh. Mm, we really? use that. Survey Monkey. Y'all discuss that as a possibility? No, uh, she she no. uses it. Remember the no, category for the round was okay. must be the magnetism. So that's where we have a question. Animal magnetism. Oh, that makes sense. Animal there. magnetism. So that's the reason that why the first one was Python. Magnetism and metal. I know. I know. I know. Animal magnetism. So Python, 
Then you had Firefox, oh Red Panda, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you had Survey Monkey. I, I was looking for an animal as well, but then I was like LinkedIn, like chained in, like chained to yeah. these chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 Set us free. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, yeah, the, the, the clue there was the word poll, P-O-L-L, poll, poll end users. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Round five. Uh, can't you spell? That's the topic. Is the uh included in that? Uh, it is uh, can't you spell, but it's U-H, so there's no crazy spelling to that, but uh, can't you spell? <clears throat> Question one. This multinational technology company that specializes in internet-related services and products, which include online advertising technologies, search engine, cloud computing, software, and hardware, is considered one of the big four technology companies alongside Amazon, Apple, and Facebook. Originally, it was nicknamed Backrub. Looks like everyone's locked in. So team co-host, you locked in first. What was your answer? Google. Google. And team St. Patty's with a Z, what'd you answer? We answer Google now called Alphabet. Google now called oh, Alphabet. Got it. Mm-hmm. Well, the answer is Google. So I'll accept both. Yeah. Yes, you both get it right. Yes. Do we get extra credit though? I know. Right? I like that. <laughs> that's some like new. That's some new information. By the way, what was the, what was the extra credit you wanted for the last uh, round? Oh, I forgot. We, we couldn't figure out the magnetism part. We thought it was all like metals, and so we want you to explain the link between the answers. Oh, but and that's why yeah. we thought Holy Grail, and we're like Grail. That's gonna be made of metal, so that's gonna be metal. Oh, okay, got magnetized. you. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know what the Grail is. Are you trying to get a point? Yes. Yeah, we yes. are. Yes. <laughs> You're exactly correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. They came with uh, the next level of suckuppery. <laughs> I've heard of this before. So. We're trying to get a point across, and it's, and it's not making it. Anyway, well done, guys, on that first one. By the way, Google is actually spelled G-O-O-G-O-L. Hmm. Huh? You know it's the not. real word Google, oh. one with 100 zeros behind it, is, called, is spelled G-O-O-G-O-L. Huh. Fascinating. Just figure you guys want to know that. Was that sarcastic? <laughs> no, Saving that it for future is, trivia. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you always suck up to the host. All right, question two. <clears throat> A former Yahoo service. This photo and video hosting service was once a premier service for photo enthusiasts the world over. Unfortunately, its controversies eroded at its popularity, including offering free hosting space, changing policy, and then deleting photos, unfair censorship methodologies, offering the sale of photos that they didn't own or explicitly receive permission to. Its name derives from the founder's inability to get the website with their name spelled with the missing E. All right, team... uh, St. Patty's with a Z. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was your answer? What did you guys lock in with? Flickr. F-L-I-C-K-R. All right. And team co-host, what did you lock in with? Imgur. Imgur. Got it. Um, so the answer is Flickr. F-L-I-C-K-R. Yes. The last question of round five. Originally developed in Israel, this GPS navigation software gained popularity by allowing information about police, accidents, and other traffic information to be crowdsourced from other end users. 
2015, it was bought out by a large, well-known technology company for $966 million, with its 100 employees receiving an average payout of $1.2 million apiece. Okay, so team co-hosts, uh, what would you guys, uh, what'd you guys lock in with? Ways. Ways. All right, and team St. Patty's with a Z, what'd you guys lock in with? Ways. Ways. Well done. The answer is ways. <laughs> yes, yes. More points. Yes. So at the end of round five, the totals are St. Patty's with a Z, 115, co-hosts, 105. All right. Yeah, because you guys uh, lost it and then regained it. So, yeah. Okay, well, the. Well, we're not uh, giving up. Nope. Well, I would hope not. I mean, yeah, they'll kind of kill the, <laughs> kill the podcast. <laughs> All right. So, um, last round, sixth round, before the uh, the final question, um, the topic is take a gamble. A career website focusing on information technology and engineering related jobs. This boasts approximately 80,000 positions daily. Founded in 1990, it now has over 550 employees worldwide. Any professional on the job hunt could do much worse than taking a chance with this service. I think there was team co-hosts that locked in first on this one, right? Uh-uh. Oh, you guys did? Yeah. Oh, you I uh, didn't. Ooh. Yeah. Your wife knows you, sir. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Well, flexing. <laughs> So, Team St. Patty's with a Z, mm-hmm. what'd you guys lock in with? Dice. Dice. And Team Co-host, what'd you lock in with? Indeed. Indeed. The answer is dice. Hey, dice. indeed. It is dice. Dice. Right. That was hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're... <laughs> trying to laugh. No one's being sardonic over here. I know. I know. <laughs> Formerly an acronym of the show's former full title, this three-letter annual trade show organized by the Consumer Technology Association is held in January at the Las Vegas Convention Center. The event typically hosts presentations of new products and technologies in the industry like the first VCR costing less than $1,000, Blu-ray discs, and the infamous blue screen of death in a keynote by Microsoft chairman Bill Gates. Team St. Patty's with a Z. You guys locked in first. What was your answer? We had ACE. A-C-E. A-C-E. All right. And team co-hosts, what was your answer? ITC. ITC. Got you. I would ask you guys what it means, but it no, doesn't make a difference don't. because... Yeah. yeah it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was CES, the I Consumer yes. Electronics Show. How does that have I to do with Take a Gamble? Mm-hmm. Hosted in Las Vegas, Nevada. On our paper, we had CES, and I was like, oh, yeah, the Consumer Electronics Show. But I was like, that, take a gamble. And I was like, ace, the annual Consumer Electronics Show. We took a gamble. We took a gamble. Can I ask what does ace have to do with? 
This is ace. Like ace an ace. Of ace of spades. Okay. Like in cards. Okay. I respect what and you did. Like a half point. Yeah. No extra points. No extra points. Oh, and I had it. I was like, yeah, it's this. Wait, mm. but no, it's got a It's almost like the questions got harder or something. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. And I knew that one. I liked Sorry. where you guys went. And by the way, ITC, actually an organization, too, which is pretty cool. So, unfortunately, no one got that one. Man. Oh, well. Question three, round six. Last one before we hit the final question. This comic book heroine has the ability to alter probability and came to be more widely known after she was prominently portrayed on screen in Deadpool 2 by Zazie Beetz, fresh off her popular stint as Van on the FX show Atlanta. Uh, St. Patty's with a Z. Would you just lock in with? Domino. Domino. And team co-hosts, would you guys lock in with? I'd rather say nothing than to give you our answer. <laughs> Undecided? Undecided. <laughs> so you guys didn't have an answer. That's fine. If you don't have an answer, that's we okay. We did circle Catwoman, but we know it is not correct. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Just told it. Well, the answer <laughs> to that question. We just writing down. Domino. All right. Oh, Domino. All right. So at the end of round six, team st patty's with a z 135 team co-hosts 105 105 so 30-point lead all right so we're going to go into the last round and the uh topic is i got a job for you now Here's the way it's going to work. Just like Final Jeopardy, you can wager any or all of your points. There are going to be four questions. You have to get all four right. Bless you. You have to get all four right in order to get the points. If you do not get all four right, you will lose those points. So think which wager is. And lock it in. And once you've locked it in, I will read you guys the question. Everybody locked in? Yes. Wager's locked in. Okay. Again, the category, I got a job for you. Can you name the actor who played Steve Jobs in the following movies? And if everyone agrees, I will include the hints. First, I'm going to read the movies off and the year. Then, if you guys determine that you want the hints, I'll read the hints off on the second time around. Okay? First movie, Pirates of the Silicon Valley, which came out in 1999. The second movie, Jobs, which came out in 2013. The third movie, I, Steve which came out in 2013, and the fourth movie, Steve Jobs, which came out in 2015. Now I'm going to read the question again. Do you guys want the hints? Hints, okay. So, the first movie, 
Pirates of Silicon Valley, 1999. The star was in a sci-fi series called Falling Skies. The second movie... The second movie, Jobs, in 2013, was a... The, uh, sorry. The star of that movie was in a sci-fi thriller called The Butterfly Effect. The third movie, I, Steve, came out in 2013, starred a hacker from the movie Live Free or Die Hard. The fourth movie, Steve Jobs, came out in 2015 and starred this actor who portrayed an android in Prometheus and the Alien Covenant. Both directed by Ridley Scott. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run you guys through your answers. Um, and then I will come back and tell you guys afterwards um, which ones you got right. Okay. So um, we're going to... And we're going to go like one at a time. So what's your answer for number one? You know, mm -hmm. each of you. Then what's your answer for number two? So on and so forth. All right. So um, the first one, Pirates of Silicon Valley, 1999. What was your answer? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, team co-hosts. George Clooney. George Clooney. All right. And your answer for? George Clooney. George Clooney. All right. Second one, Jobs, 2013. Uh, what was your answer, uh, co-host? Ashton Kressler? Kutcher. We heard the first response. But <laughs> let the record show. Is Ashton Chrysler. <laughs> I have terrible handwriting. <laughs> wow. Right, <laughs> so, all right. So, Team Chicken Scratch, what was your third answer then? <laughs> Blank. Blank. All right. And team uh, St. Patrick's with a Z. What's his face? What's his face? <laughs> <laughs> the very well-known actor. Or maybe Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, what's his face? <laughs> Dodgeball. And uh, the fourth one, Steve Jobs, 2015. And the answer of the co-host was? John Doe. John Doe? <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, him. <laughs> All right. So the the order is not going to make a lot of big deal. So I'm going to go ahead and just start from the top. All right. So Pirates of Silicon Valley, 1989. Um, the hint initially was sci-fi series Falling Skies, of which this person is the star. But he was also on ER, Noah Wiley. That dude. That dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The second movie, Jobs, 2013, um, the hint initially was sci-fi thriller of the butterfly effect, but also the hint I gave you guys afterwards was Two and a Half Men. The answer was Ashton Kutcher. All right. The third movie, I, Steve, which came out 2013, the original hint was Hacker in Live Free or Die Hard next to Bruce Willis. And the second hint I gave you was Dodgeball was Justin Long. Okay. Justin right. Long. And the fourth movie, Steve Jobs, which came out in 2015, which is pretty recent. He actually was 
pretty, um, you got some acclaim for this. Um, the original hint was an android in Prometheus and Alien Covenant, and then I came back and said the hint was X-Men, um, uh, first class. Uh, first class, but he was also in all the other X-Men movies after that, Days of Future President, what have you, was Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, who played Magneto yeah, in all those movies. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, him. That's yeah. his actual I don't know if you knew that. His mama used to call him Yeah Him. So Yeah Him, come home. It's time for dinner. That's right, exactly. So no one unfortunately got those right. So team, um I'm gonna go ahead and start with uh, team co host. Team co host, what was your wager on that? 105 points. Ooh. They bet the whole kit and last time I checked, it might have been a caboodle. Yes. <laughs> Got you. So they bet 105 points. And team St. Patty's with a Z, what did you guys wager? We wagered 30. They wagered 30, <laughs> leaving the final score with Team St. Patty's with a Z with 105 and team co-hosts with zero. Right. Well done, team right. St. Patty's right. with a Z. Welcome, noobs. <laughs> we figured you guys were going to have bragging rights one way or the other. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was fun. We had the luck on our side. Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, you did. It was. I wore these shoes for a reason. <laughs> or the green pin. Either one. It's his day. There you go. I've got brains and a personality. I wear my glasses sincerely and my t-shirts ironically. There's some things you can't learn in a class or else I'll sign you up for intro to how not to be a social outcast. You're just so early 2013. Okay, team, is there anything else we need to cover? No? No? All right. Uh, well, uh, Little Bits and Big Bites, uh, that's this week's uh, trivia show. Thanks for joining in. We hope you uh, learned a lot about all the trivia that we came up with. I'm hopeful that you guys did better than I did because... I wrote the questions. And I don't think I would have gotten some of those right, um, which is kind of sad. Um, if you need to reach out to us, uh, make sure you uh, do so at uh, Twitter uh, at bbitwise, Facebook at www.facebook.com slash bbitwise, or email at podcast at bbitwise.com. And also remind you that we have individual email addresses. So Stephanie can be reached at stephanie at bbitwise.com. Cynthia can be reached at cynthia at bbitwise.com. And Alondo can be reached at that stupid guy with a haircut. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alondo at bbitwise.com. Um, subscribe to us on your favorite uh, podcast delivery app and uh, take two seconds, seconds to uh, give us um, those uh, five stars reviews that um, Stephanie said that if you give us enough of, she'll take off her hood. Um, for more information <laughs> about um, what we do and discuss in this episode, you always go to our website at www.bebitwise.com. Make sure you tune in next week. Uh, remember to learn something new each day, and let's, let's all, all be, be bitwise. Bit wise. Bye, everybody.
So what I always do is I start every episode out and I go, this is Be Bitwise, uh, the only podcast where, and I'm going to say something um, after that, something witty, obviously, <laughs> something something brilliant. <laughs> Master's degree in chit-chat, isn't that what you said earlier? <laughs> That's going on this episode, by the way. <laughs> the only podcast with a master's degree in chit that is that, That's in. Like, psh, it has to be now. Everybody keeps looking at the mixer. <laughs> I, I assure you, there, there, there is not like a, a demon in the mixer that's going to jump out and be like, ah, like, like you know, what's that? What's my show? Uh, like uh, those two movies are like uh, so many buttons. Convictus. I, I know. Actually, in all this stuff right here, I'm like, if you touch that, I will kill you. I have a certain set of skills. I will hunt you down. I will find you. <laughs> yeah. One question. Was there not a manual to it? This button does that. This button does that. No, it, really, it was not. <laughs> See, or is this a man thing? Where you when you're threw out the, when the you're, By the way, I, I usually say I would like to use the uh, proper term El Frugale. When you're El Frugale, as I am, dum 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 dum, um, you get um, devices that come with no instructions in English. <laughs> So, yes, all the instructions were in a language that I have to assume is Cyrillic. <laughs> Do we get extra points for having the answer before you even read the whole clue? No, but we I will take points. extra points. We want points. I will take we extra points away points. if you get it wrong. 